0: You are tuning into a podcast which inspires aspiring entrepreneurs, athletes and people to follow their passion. My name is Urshad Ali, an athlete entrepreneur best known for being a professional natural physique athlete and a former world champ. And I'm sitting down with individuals to talk about their stories, the lessons they've learned and how to make an impact. This is Stories with Urshad. Alright, so tonight on the show, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very, very talented artist. He's not only a rapper. He is also a business owner, a gym to be specifically correct. And please welcome to the show,
1: Zaid, a.k.a. ZMA. Yo, yo, what's happening? <laughs> hey,
0: Zaid. Welcome to the show, bro. <laughs>
1: Thank you for having me, man.
0: Bro, it's really good to have you here, man. I know I've known you for many, many years. Yeah. Um, you're a solid good dude. One thing I've always been actually curious about is, what does actually ZMA mean? I don't know if uh, you it's, mentioned... It's my initials. So what's the what's uh, the A?
1: A is my last name. So And m- M's Muhammad, I'm guessing? Nah, M is my father's name.
0: Ah, I yeah, see, I m- see.
1: Yeah, Marzin.
0: Mazen? Marzin, yeah. Ah, I see. So yeah. Z M A. You put yeah. your dad's name into it. Hell yeah. A, He's
1: the one that gave me the name.
0: Right, right. Yeah,
1: when I was eleven.
0: I see. Yeah. <laughs> so Zayd, with the with the whole um, you know, with the whole situation, with everything that's been happening, you know, in the world. I see online that you've obviously been more focused on your music now mm. so tell me more about that man like some of the songs that you're releasing at the moment mm-hmm. they obviously I see you're saying that they were released uh, they're written sorry like 10 years ago or 5 years ago what's with that so why uh, are they coming out now
1: <laughs> um, I started uh, taking rap serious around 2009 so I was approached by a friend yeah uh, shout out to Evelyn. And um, basically, he was looking for somebody that um, wanted to make music, and um, a friend l- linked us up, and yeah, that's when I started taking it serious, and I started recording music first time in the studio. Um, I used to record on like a computer <laughs> with like a computer mic, like make beats with the keyboard on the computer <laughs> as well. So when you
0: say when you say computer mic, what what do you what do you mean by that? Like
1: I don't know if you remember back in like two thousand and. Uh, seven days 2006 days you know the you know do you know do you know the mics that used to have you know so you can like ah right right video those, chat and those, shit like those thin yeah
0: so you were recording with those this is back in 2008
1: no so this was like 2005 2006 and then I stopped and then in 2009 that's when I first like actually walked into a studio with like a proper mic and everything and so he got me into that, and that's when I took it serious. Um, I used to rap on like I used to take like other people's beats, and I would rap on those. But then I started to make my own one ever since I started taking it serious. And those are the songs that I'm putting out now. Now, why it's taken so long? Because yeah, that's that's <laughs> the important question. Why has <laughs> it taken so long? Because so in 2011, um, I was I I I had a I had an opportunity to get signed and that fell through and that kind of like made me think like okay uh I have to be realistic here you know what I mean like I'm in New Zealand um so there's hardly any um any opportunities with music and um I got to make money somehow
0: yeah you know what I mean so what like what were you doing back in you know when you realized that you know okay you got to get realistic. You got to do something. What were you actually doing at the time as a, as a job? Okay.
1: Well, uh, I would I would I would do like I would jump from job to job, you know right. what I mean? Like always. And I and I always had a hustler's mentality as well. Yeah. So like I, I used know to that. I used okay. to always try to find some way to make money because I looked up to 50 Cent because I saw him and how he came about and and he became successful, you know what I mean, in terms of business, you know what I mean? Like put aside the music. He's a very good businessman. And then um I was like, "What would fifty do?" <laughs> so, so
0: then, then what did you come up with, like to to support you as you know the funds and okay. everything like that? And
1: that, that's that's the thing that I enjoyed most at that time, and that was working out. So I thought, you know what, like let me let me somehow work towards owning my own gym, and that was like
0: that was back in when two thousand that was two thousand 2011, So you're like, okay, right i got to work towards getting my own gym, and that's how the fitness thing, how it came out to be.
1: Basically, to fund my music. So you wanted
0: to get a gym to fund your music. So I can
1: make some money and fund my music, because I saw that labels, like, they choose who they want. You know what I mean? Like somebody that they think that they can uh, turn into a superstar or somebody that they can, like, write music for and, like, market them the way that they want to. And especially, like... New Zealand, do you know what I mean? So they look for like a specific, you know, like they look for something specific. My yeah. accent isn't like a Kiwi or anything like that. I'm Arab, you know what I mean? And all that thing. And back then also, like, <laughs> I was like a lot short. You know? so, when,
0: so when did you actually come to New Zealand then?
1: 95, uh, but then we left in 2000 and came back in 2005. And, and, and I've been here ever since.
0: So when you left in 2005, where did you go? I'm um, oh, sorry, 2000. To come back in 2005. We, w-
1: we went to Doha. And then from Doha, we went to Al Ain in uh, United Arab Emirates. Right. Yeah. So we were there. And I'm, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad I went back because um, we left the Middle East when I was five years old and we came here. And I'm glad I went back so that I can learn like about my culture. Yep. and, like, yeah, get to know them.
0: So you did some, so you went back in 2000, so you did some of your high school over there then? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah so how yeah. was that? that, how, was was that. How, was, <laughs> how was going high school? Yeah, how was, so how it was, was it? It was going fun, school? You, I, like, honest to God, I actually miss it, bro, and I think, I think those were, I think those were the years that made, like, made me who I am, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It was cool. It's rough, like, it's, like, you have to, you have to be, good in school otherwise the teachers are going to beat you up so we got beat up every day <laughs> yeah. mm. i got my ass beat nearly every day you know what i mean but like i i, I took serious because um in the middle east like education is very important yeah you know and what i mean like and it's
0: not as easy over there as it is there in new zealand right oh, yeah. um First of all, you get beat up, you know. <laughs> over, over, over here, that stopped like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So you you were born in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. And then you moved to New Zealand, and you moved back to the. You know, with all this moving around, because I've uh, personally me, I've yeah. moved around a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, a lot of the people that are just born in one place and they grow up in that one place, I think what happens is a lot of those people, like if you talk about New Zealand, you're kind of like um. In a shell, it's like this protect protective mm. layer that's over over mm. the top of you. So, A, people don't know what, like, going through tough times and, you know, changing friends and and changing locations, school, mm. I think changing schools and even home, that's in countries. Mm. That's, that's a tough thing, right? Mm. So, people grow up with a mentality that everything is so local. Mm. I guess that's where probably your hustle mentality comes from as well because, you know, when you're exposed to more things, outside of New Zealand mm. is when you actually see how much opportunity there also is out there. Mm. So some, I bet you, for what you feel as well, is sometimes you feel New Zealand is too too safe and too too closed in, it where, is. Where, where, you know, like you got to make your own opportunities. Opportunities yeah. don't come to you.
1: Yeah, hell yeah, yeah.
0: So with you, same thing with me, right? For the first time when I traveled to compete and when I went overseas and I saw all the people that, you know, that... They lived that as a lifestyle to mm. like hustle, and that's you know, like mm. so much. You've been to LA too, yeah, I many times. I love it, yeah. So, yeah, so when you came back here to finish your high school in, in New Zealand, mm. the transition, tell me about that. How was that? Uh,
1: it was really easy for me,
0: really, yeah, oh, probably because, because you're going through such a tough, t- tough time over there and yeah, things were harder, yeah. So, coming yeah. here looked like a holiday,
1: yeah. So, yeah, bro, I shit you not when I came here. Uh the first day, bro, the first day, um I didn't know where to go cuz like the schools here are so much bigger. Um I was wearing a red t-shirt under my like uh, polo, uh the uniform, and I was I was walking. I was like I didn't know where to go. I honest to god, I didn't know where to go. And then this teacher came at me. She was just yelling at me, yelling, 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 yelling. The whole time she was yelling. I'm just like looking at her like when is she going to hit me? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I'm ready to get hit right now. Like what's going on? And then, and then, and after that, she's like, I'm going to take it to the principal. And I was like, so is the principal going to beat me out? You know what I mean? Like what's going
0: on? You probably thought, why are they being so nice to me? What, no. were you, what were you doing that she started yelling at you?
1: I was just, I, I, because I had a t-shirt underneath my polo. Oh, she's shit. like, go oh, take that off right now. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I'm cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't have a jumper. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, she, she, yeah, she she, took me to like principal's office and the principal was like, I was like, I don't even know why the fuck she's mad at me. Like, this is my <laughs> first day. Like, I don't, just tell me. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to fucking yell. Yeah. But then I realized that teachers here don't hit, so then I just laid back. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't I didn't I I didn't start to um take school as serious because as I the, did bec- over there. Because, because over they didn't the- hit you? Nah, it's not that. Like I like I got to choose what I wanted to study. Ah, over there you just over told. there no, you're forced. Yeah, you're yeah, forced yeah. to like learn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you better fucking pass too. But over here it's like this, you know, I don't know, it's easy. Like education is laid back. Which is not good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it depends, right? Um, You put two individuals in the Mm. same situation, you know, also depends on, you know, what, like you, for example, when you were in the Middle East going to high school and Mm. everything was so strict and so tough, right? Mm -hmm. So you come here, and all of a sudden, it's easy, and it's probably the freedom that you haven't had for half a decade because you're there for five years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you're like, ah, okay. Now I'm gonna make the most of it yeah. and make up for the last five years <laughs> as well. So probably that's why yeah, you went that route, right? Yeah, yeah. So I see. And then you, you, you finish school,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and what do you decide to do at university? Like, what do you, what do you want to do now? So, okay. Like, how did you decide to go to uni to get a job? To to do something like, how did you decide to do what? What was your thought okay. process in F- terms of first,
1: first, first off, like the the music? The music was always something I always wanted to do, but I had to be realistic. Because you myself. you were
0: performing and doing things in high school, weren't you? For, yeah, Because for, uh, yeah. I've seen some very very uh, <laughs> old videos. Old videos.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I was. I was. I've. I've always been an. I've always been an entertainer. Like uh, like I remember when I was four years old, I I would get everybody, my cousins, my aunties, my uncles, everybody to like sit down like on the couch and I would walk through the corridor and like pretend like I'm an artist and I would start singing. So I've always been in uh, like an entertainer and I've always wanted to become like an entertainer. And then when I first heard um, Dr. Dre, uh, when I was eight
0: years old. So you're saying that Dr. Dre was the first person that influenced you to kind of take up music.
1: He, yeah, man.
0: Does Dr. Dre was your first point?
1: He's the reason. He like, right, a, so and, and he's the reason for a lot of artists. He is a reason for a lot of things in hip hop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I believe he changed the sound. So um I look up to him a lot. So every single time I make a song, I'm always thinking like, will Dre like it? Do you know what I mean? So, um so yeah. So he captured my ears. And then when I heard Eminem rap, that's when I was like, oh, okay, what is this shit? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have to like I have to be part of this right now, just because of the way like he used to rap and the things he was saying and shit like it really captured me and it's like yo this is fucking cool, and then after that I I I, I found Snoop Dogg Ludacris all these other artists and it was just so cool, and then um, yeah basically music was always something I wanted to do but I had to be realistic with myself. Mm. It's like it's a dream, you know what I mean. Um, it's a 50-50. Th- that's the way that I look at it. Uh, it's a 50-50 chance. Like, you, you either make it or you don't. And especially back then, like, we didn't have the internet. Uh, I mean, like, we did have the internet, but we didn't have, um,
0: like, um, equipment and, and facilities and everything wasn't as readily available. Yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah. You had to kind of find yeah, and yeah. ask. And Bro, like, yeah. right
1: now, you know, like, you can buy your own camera, your yeah, own microphone. Yeah. Like, you don't need a studio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I re- like, like, I recorded, m- like, majority of the shit inside a room. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can just buy everything yourself and do everything yourself. Um, back then, it just wasn't like that, and especially in New Zealand. Like, we're far behind on a lot of things. Mm. Um, so, music was always something I dreamt of. However, I had to be realistic and be like, yo, like, I gotta get me a job. You know, I need something to put food on the table. And, Ever since I was a kid I was like I have to become a millionaire. So Wait, like, I have to so like, you, I have uh, to make some crazy amount of what money. What did your
0: parents think of this? Coming from the Middle East and you you telling them you know you want to you want to be a rapper, you're going to you're going to sing and following this uh, how, how did they what how did they take it? What did they make of the situation? Understand? I
1: guess I I guess they brushed it off majority of the time because I was still like like yeah I was doing the music but at the same time I knew that I had to create something, you know what I mean? Mm. Do something, get a job so I was always into business and then um yeah I did like basically I was like what do I love the most and that was fitness that was gym because that changed me and so you um, you,
0: you mean change you like physically
1: physically and mentally right. mentally a lot like it helped me so much I was like people need to get in the gym because of how much help yeah. it gave me yeah yeah
0: that's, I mean, that's how I met you through, you know, through gym, at the gym yeah. uh, ten years ago, two thousand and ten. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> time flies, and yeah, man. you know, like I think even Ron, Ron, who's um, doing the screen operation for us. Um, what's up, what's up? <laughs> um, Shout out to Ron. Uh, he does the screen for me. Um, check his uh, gram out. He's the IT guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, underscore three D Ron. That's yeah. Check his check his stuff out. He's a shredded IT dude, <laughs> the coding guru. Um, yeah, that's how I met Ron as well. You know, I've met a lot of people through, um, gym, yeah, gym industry, you know, yeah. it's like fitness, fitness, industry, fitness. Yeah. I guess a lot of people that come to the gym and fitness industry, they come for that, um, you know, the mental boost as well. Cause mm. when you look good, you feel good Hell and when yeah. you feel good, it gives you a huge, huge positive boost in yeah. other parts of your life as well. Yeah. You know, like clothes fit better. Mm. You know, if you go to a job into you, people look at you differently. Mm. That's been a huge thing for me. Um, throughout my life as well Mm. but a lot of my confidence i got from playing sport because i played sport as well Mm. and you know just being fit going to the gym lifting Mm. um is what really kind of make me feel confident so i guess that's where you got that and let me ask you this so when you started doing gym Mm -hmm. and started looking good how did that affect your rapping and your singing career would you say that
1: that's uh i mean i looked up to 50 cent and uh, <laughs> but right. have you seen this poster you yeah. know like yeah get rich or die trying like the guy was in shape running in the treadmill yeah yeah I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. um nelly l-o-cool j uh jarul <laughs> <Yeah, what laughs> sorry 50 <to> <laughs> what,
0: what happened to jarul anyway
1: he's around he's around man he's doing his thing you know He's doing
0: his thing. I mean, I, I wish him wish him all the best, but... Yeah, well, yeah.
1: 50, 50 did hurt well, him, but, like, he's all good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, mean, I still
0: listen to his music. <laughs> so, you then you get into the situation that you're getting to the gym, and now you're trying mm. to get fit and, and, you know, obviously to look good, look mm. apart, look like 50. Mm. Um, So, what then? Like, what? Where does this come about? Instead of just going to the gym, it's like, I'm, I'm not just going to go to the gym. I'm going to just buy this gym. How about that? Because uh, I'm guessing you, you actually went to that gym first. The I gym was working there. You you were working it yeah.
1: After uh, being rejected by so many other gyms. To, to work, like, like, yeah, like to apply. So you yeah. decided, you
0: know what? I'm not only going to work here. I'm going to buy yeah. this gym and turn it into Premier Fitness. Yeah,
1: because I was, uh, okay. Um, I was tired of people not giving me jobs because yeah. um, I'm a very hard worker. Do you know what I mean? Like I, w- I will do whatever. Like I will work hard. Um, even if it's not my own business, I'll still work hard, um, out of respect for the opportunity as well that I've been given. Um, yeah. And, and anybody that's worked with me will vouch for that. Do you know what I mean? And then, um, yeah, basically, basically I got tired of not getting an opportunity to work at a gym and, um, I sold my car actually. And I bought a bunch of equipment and I put it in my garage and I started personal training people out of there. That was my first little thing.
0: So wait, let me get this straight. <laughs> you, you sold your car. Yeah, just to buy some equipment. S- to buy gym equipment. How did you get around if you sold your car to put up equipment in your gym?
1: I, I had a lot of friends, you know, and everything. And I was and I was always hanging out local anyways, do you know what I mean? And my brother, like, sometimes if I needed a car, I would ask my brother for his car. So it was all good. Like, it was fine. Um, but yeah. And but then I was like, OK, look, uh, like I need to make some like like legitimate money, you know, like I can't do this because in my eyes, I always like ever since I was a kid, I looked at myself, I was going to become, you know, something big. So I was like, I, n- I need to move faster. And, you know, 50 cent made it by this age. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I got to make it by this certain age. But, you know, man, i tell you one thing, like, yeah. you know, a lot of people, a lot
0: of people think that, you know. Life is moving too quickly mm. The reason why life is moving too quickly For a lot of people Is because they're rushing it Yeah People don't realise that How young They actually You know when I used to be 20 yeah, The funniest yeah. thing about that was Is that I used to see these 30 year olds mm-hmm. When I used to be 20 Or like in Like ni- 18, 19 And turning 20 mm-hmm. I used to look at these 30 year olds and be like Man these guys make Looking 30 so bad mm. I'm like oh, "Man, man And it's only 10 years away mm. I used to think that but now I'm 30 by the way I turned 30 this year yeah and I, now I'm here I'm like man those guys must have been doing something wrong because yeah, when I'm yeah. 30 now I still feel like same as when I was 20 even if if I say if I be honest I feel better mm-hmm. than what I was at 20 because I know more things now about mm. health and fitness eating clean and better mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. putting better things in my body you know like people get better uh, you don't you don't need as much trashy food anymore mm. you don't you know, you don't awake late nights and do all-nighters anymore and stuff like that mm. i never drank so that was a that was a benefit to me mm. but yeah you have a lot of time man you're you're young like yeah. even if even if you did nothing say say you went and lived in a cave and you just w- went off the grid for the next five years mm. you come back it's like you have so much more time still um with with modern day technology modern day medicine mm. i feel you know back in back in the early 1900s mm. people lived till maybe 40 yeah that yeah. was the life expectancy yeah. of a, of an average um adult or whatever it was mm. now with good food good things around people are living till 70 80 yeah, 90 yeah. even yeah. yeah you know and if you look after yourself look younger you know there's this guy this is an asian guy i can't remember his name on instagram he's the He's 50 or something, and he's got abs or something. Ron, I don't know if you, if you can bring that up, Ron. It's this 50-year-old something guy. I want you to see this. I don't know if you've seen him. I've seen him. I've you've seen, seen him. him. Yeah. All right, we'll bring it <laughs> up anyway. Um, He's like 54-something, and he looks like he's in his late 20s. Yeah. That's he looks he better looks than 20 his health, man. Exactly.
1: He looks after his health. But also, do you know like the people that you were saying, like, you know, they're 30, and they were like, why they're making it look bad, or like they must have been doing something wrong? I see that. I see that too, and that kind of that kind of drives me as well to like be doing something like you know with my life. Um, at the same time, man, like everybody in their own time, eh? Hey, you know what I mean? Like I've met I've met so many people that didn't take charge of their life until they're like forty. You know, it, it, although although like it's it's sad for the time wasted however it's never too late to start living you know what i mean it's never never too late late. it's
0: it's it's never ever too late you know look at um colonel sanders Mm. perfect example yeah that guy did almost nothing his whole life it wasn't until his 60s he started getting some traction yeah and some you know some success in doing what he wanted to do because his whole life he was actually doing things that he was just thought was the norm of doing it because society makes you think and believe in a different way, right? That's the system for you. You know, (laughs) and it's like, okay, I'm going to do this and, uh, Mm. you know, get through, go to university, buy a house, pay off that mortgage for my whole life and Mm. whatever it was, Mm. get married, have kids. That's exactly what he was trying to do and he was Mm. failing at all these jobs that he was doing. Mm -hmm. And 60, he decided, you know what?
1: And he cracked it. Yeah. It's
0: like, I'm going to do something that I love is cooking fried chicken, and mm. otherwise, we would not have KFC today. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, as I say, you know, you have plenty of time, and you yeah. just get it. K- it's, it's, uh, life is long. And if you think about it, life is long in the terms of it's, if you rush it, then it becomes short.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I learned, I learned to slow down now, and I learned to like live more in the moment now. You know what I mean? I used to live in the future so much. Like, yeah. when I, you know, like when I'm going to achieve this, or like, uh, like when I'm gonna, you know, do this at this time at this year, like this, and it's like, no, nah, fuck all that, bro. You have to live for today, you know what I mean? And that's that's when you start realizing that, yeah, like we do have a lot of time.
0: Yeah, you, I mean, you live for today, but you always plan for a better future because what you do today 100%. will impact you, know? you. No, like
1: want. I'm like I'm not telling people like go shoot up some heroin <laughs> or some <laughs> shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like don't do that. Do you know, but like. Um, Enjoy your life 100% enjoy your life But also like um, Do something with your life Do something with your do life som- too, be, yeah. be, be somebody with your life Because you are special You are unique Yeah You know what I mean and, uh, we, I and we all have something You just have to find What that thing is And just pursue
0: it man And I think a lot of the people Fail to realize that That everyone is unique In their own way And they have yeah. something to offer Yeah That's, Again it goes down to They care too much About what other people Think of them it's yes. a system, man. It is a system. It's
1: a system. Like, they're born into it, you know? And, yeah, this, this is it. And it's like, you have to break out of that. You have to break out of the mentality. And it could also be their parents that never let them grow. It could be the people, like, their friends around them that always put them down, that never, you know, raised them up mm-hmm. and stuff like that. All, the, all these things affect, like, I had I had a lot of people try putting me down, but I always had to pick myself up. You know what I mean? Like, um, I always told myself, like, I will become some, you know, like somebody and whoever laughed at it, I'm like, fuck you. And I use, and I use their fire Mm. for fuel. Um, Yeah. So uh, tell me
0: one thing, man. How, how, how did you, before we jump on this, uh, 54 year old straighter guy,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I ain't (laughs) jumping on it, but you can jump on it. (laughs) 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 Um,
0: Tell me how, how do you deal with haters and what do you think of haters? Like, what are your views on haters and like what, how, how do they fit into your life and where's a place for them? I,
1: I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to be like, fuck them, you know what I mean? But now I feel sorry for them. Cause yeah? like, ha- yeah, bro, cause like having that hate inside you, like, that's sad, man. Like, it just consumes you. And like, what for? Like, you don't know me, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 and what's even worse is that the people that do know me, like, why, like, why would you hate on somebody that you know? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, somebody that, Nothing nothing bad's ever happened between you, you know, and like why like why would you try to put that person down? It's lame. Um, so I feel sorry for them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've you know, like I've also been there as well, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, what 100%. I do like bro, I've had a lot of hate, right? A lot of hate. <laughs> yeah, I bet. and back like i be if I'll be honest, yeah. years ago, I used to be really bothered by it. I'm mm. like, these people don't know me. Mm. They don't know what goes on in my life or whatever it is, <laughs> you know? Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't know what goes on in my life or whatever it is, but they've never spoken a single word to me, but they hate me with passion for no reason. I don't know what it is because of, you know, because of maybe I want to show and they wouldn't do it because they were geared up and I was natural. That was the main thing, right? And and I'll just (laughs) come out and say it. That was the main thing why people hated on me. It bothered me a lot. Mm. But then I kind of over time grew uh, a sort of a thick skin, you can say. And it didn't matter. But Mm. now when I look at it and look at haters that hate me for no reason without even knowing me,
1: Mm.
0: I actually feel privileged. Really? I feel privileged and honored to be in a position where people can actually hate (laughs) on me. (laughs) Seriously, can you think about it? Like back when I started, I remember very, very clearly uh, when I started my, um, uh, what do you call, page on Facebook where people can like and follow your thing. Mm. When Mm. I was at like 50 or 100, whatever it is, you know, I would actually think back then, I'm like, man, if I could get just some kind of publicity, even if people hate me, mm. at least it's something better than nothing, right? Mm. And this was a hundred when I was back in hundred things. So now I think back to then, I'm like, damn, there's a reason why people hate me. And it's actually privileged to be hate because you must be doing something right.
1: Mm.
0: Especially if you're not hurting anybody, not mm. doing anybody wrong, not cheating, and people still hate you. That's mm. actually, that's a big honor to be hated because, you, you know, they come... Consume your content. Mm. They spend the time mm. and they leave a negative comment. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm blessed. Yeah. People consume my content and take the time to leave me a comment. Mm. It's like, that, this is awesome. <laughs> so that's how I feel about hate, you know, today. But
1: fair enough, man. Fair enough.
0: Because you know, not not everybody can be in the position to be hated or loved mm. or to be noticed, actually. So, mm. so that's my take on it, anyway. Mm. Um, so this dude here, dude. This dude, um, I'm sure we'll check it up on the screen too for the people that's watching. This the YouTube version. Can you believe this guy's 54?
1: Yeah, crazy, eh?
0: His fifties. Yeah. This guy, and you know, people. Uh, I don't even know this guy's name. What is his name? I just know him as the 50 year old shooter dude.
1: <laughs> um, I'm not gonna try to pronounce that.
0: Chandotan. <laughs> Tan. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but yeah, he's uh, he's from Singapore, I believe. So yeah, a good dude. I follow him on Instagram. So. Check him out. I'll probably put it up, um, whatever his Instagram handle is. Mm. So, man, so now you're approaching the, you know, you, you've you gone to the gym, got a job, and, uh, you know, you, you're you starting to, people that, you know, didn't support you in what you were doing in terms of, some friends were telling you now you're wasting your time, and maybe mm. some family didn't support you either. Mm. Um, so you use fitness, I guess, as an outlet. Yeah, and, man. As, as a motivator. Yeah. Um, at the same time, um, to, I guess, to spend time away and it's probably a time that you felt free. But no hell yeah, man. No that, like, you. that
1: was my, like, that was my one hour to two hours. Like, I would go, go in there, just put on my headphones, zone out, smash it out. You know what I mean? And I'm a little motherfucker, so like, yeah. when I'm lifting weights, you know, people used to see it and be like, holy shit, like, this, like, <laughs> you know, like, he's pretty fucking strong. And I'm like, hell yeah. And so, what what year was this? So this this would have oh, been... Oh, man, this this has been like, this is like, shit. Like, I started training in 2007 yeah
0: so 2007
1: no like well i mean oh. like all throughout the years you yeah know i mean like that that was that was my time so that's why i decided to go into that as a business because of how it made me feel and i will um i've always been the kind of person that always wanted to help people and to me at the time like when i was thinking i'm like what better way and then other than gym because of what it's done to me um physically mentally and um yeah and it's like it's it's a form of meditation pretty much. Do you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I know
0: exactly what you mean. Because, you know, one thing going to the gym I feel is not only it makes you, as I said, look better, mm. you sleep better too. I, yeah. don't, I don't think people realize how better yeah. you sleep. Yeah. And, um, you know, in this whole lockdown that we had over seven weeks or whatever it was and the gym was closed, you know, mm. it was probably one of the worst <coughs> parts for me. I have had to live through because I didn't get to go. I know there's bigger mm-hmm. problems out there in the world or whatever it is, you know. But you know, we we live in New Zealand, so we, yeah. you know, we are we are, you know, I guess sort of <coughs> privileged. You can say we are, you know, we, you know, we're in a good place. Mm-hmm. So when the gyms were closed here, and these, that's not a normal thing, you know. So what yeah. happened was, I, I learned that I couldn't think straight if I didn't get like a like a physical pump. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I was trying to do the same work and stuff that I would do, and it's like. This is not hard but why can't I think straight? You know, it was a thing like when I when I go to the gym, work out, I guess you're right, it is a form of meditation mm-hmm. and meditating helps you to Giv- think.
1: Yeah, it gives you clarity and everything, man. It yeah.
0: it opens up a lot of things, you know, yeah, like yeah. opens like your third eye like they like yeah. they
1: say. <laughs> I mean, so I don't know if Jim opens up your third eye. You know, there's a lot of meatheads. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. So that's actually, you got you, you to gotta look like at it that what? way because those meat I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll give you something to open your third eye. <laughs> <laughs> those, but those meatheads that yeah. you're talking
0: about are the ones that are not natural. The most likely. The meatheads. The guys that are the, the nicer <laughs> dudes are actually quite natural and naturally good too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about those guys to be honest. Which guys? Like, the, like I, I mean, I'm not judging them. You know what I mean? Like, if they're using, like, everybody has a drug that they're, they go
0: to. You know. I mean, I think most, like, to be honest, a lot of the time, what, when people say meatheads mm. or musclehead or whatever it is, mm. they are talking about these guys. Like, I, I wouldn't be scared to say, it. you know, these—they're talking about the guys that are on the gear. Yeah, that's the yeah. perception of people that go to the gym and compete. Oh, yeah, these guys are on um, steroids or whatever it is, and mm. you know, that's that's what it is. When when someone says a meathead. You know the kind of guys they're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah, but oh, like also at the same time, man. Like, I've met, I've met, I've met a lot of good meatheads. You know what I mean? Like, they're good people. No, those those, those people are like s- not meatheads. Oh, oh you know okay, what I'm trying okay, to say? Okay, like, okay, okay. those people are not meatheads. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay what I'm okay, trying I'll to say you. is
0: the people mm-hmm. that. I Generally, looked at meatheads yeah. are those kind of guys that are, yeah, you know, yeah, fair yeah. enough, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, I know a lot of people too that yeah, work yeah. out that look good, yeah. that whether you know they use stuff or they don't use stuff, they're mm. good dudes, yeah, they're yeah. good people. Yeah. It's the meatheads that give us a bad name, <laughs> yeah, so those I are the people so, that I'm talking yeah. about, yeah. So and,
1: so, and Planet Fitness gives us a bad name, too. <laughs>
0: Planet Fitness,
1: <laughs> yeah, who, who what's, what's Planet? some American gym, chain gym. And yeah. I've never heard of them. Yeah, uh, it's like a massive change. And they usually make fun of like people that are big, right. for no reason. Right, you know, right. but whatever. Yeah, uh, that's not nice. Yeah, it's not nice. Yeah, it's like, gym. Gym is a place where like all, all all sorts of people go there. You know what I mean? Um, like I started off I was skinny. You know, there's some people there. You know, they're overweight when they started. Like everybody's got their own journey. Yeah, like we should. And so if a person looks good, what we're gonna make fun of them? You know what I mean? Like. That's not right. But, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Yeah. But, again, if um, anyone, you know, that's listening or watching this or whatever, if they want to talk about, you know, if they feel bad or down or whatever it is because they're big and, you know, reach out. Mm. Reach out, you know, because who knows what some of these people actually go through in their life anyway Mm. that maybe makes them a meathead or whatever, you know, people label them as. Mm. But... But then there are, there's people, there's nothing going wrong with them. They are just, like, <laughs> you know, they're like that. But yeah, anyways. So, you know, with with the whole gym, now you're going to the gym, now you're looking good, your music's... So what happened to your music at that point? You were going to the gym, you were working out, you're looking good, mm-hmm. you're feeling good. Mm-hmm. But then what happened to your music? So why weren't you making music, is the question.
1: Like I said, man... Um I had the opportunity to get signed. I wasn't the image they were looking for. And then that's when I was like, okay, you know what? Fuck this. Like I have to be realistic. I need to make some money. And like, this is my, my goal is to become a millionaire and all this shit. So aren't you already a millionaire, man? uh, I don't don't know. I wouldn't say that. Come on, man. (laughs) Money, money, money. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean yeah a million, making I, I st- a million these days it's not that not that yeah it's not, not that hard it's ah, easy yeah, it's just easy you just have to make the right moves man yeah. and um yeah that's it's pretty easy and um, after this, I think a lot of people are going to reach out to us and ask for money, I have a feeling Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm <laughs> not a bank, you know I'm done, I'm done giving people, a lot of people owe me money yeah. you know? <laughs> um,
0: okay. About that, I don't think you're getting some of that money back ever
1: yeah. Ever. yeah, no, I've, I've already made peace Like, you know, not A lot of people are hiding from me, but whatever like, But at the end of the day, like, I made peace with it, you mm. know what I mean? Like, in my head, I'm like, yo, like, I wanted to break your fucking legs. And if I see you, I will break your legs.
0: But that was the old uh, Zayde, right? Nah, not, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, no, that was like, like until I made peace with it, it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let them happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I hope every dollar's worth it. At the end of the day, karma will come back and bite you in the ass. And I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good. Um, I look at it. I was like, you know what? Like, Fuck it. Charity. Take it. Go ahead. You know? So that's the way. That's the way that I look at it. So and now I'm at peace with it. You know. Yeah. If I do see them, I don't know because that's a different story. <laughs> you might get slapped, <laughs> but <laughs> but no, nah, I don't know. I don't know. But fuck it, we'll see. We'll see when the time comes. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, so I had the opportunity to get signed. That mm. fell through because I didn't have the image. So I was like, fuck it. Like I I need to do something. And the only thing I loved at the time mm. was gym, and. If I can help people, it made me feel good because a lot of people started coming to me for, like, help and stuff, and I was helping them, and it made me feel good helping them because I saw changes in them. And then, um, yeah, I decided to go in the fitness industry, not knowing how much of a fucked up industry it is, Is <laughs> actually, actually it's and like it killed it for me.
0: It's anything... Let me, let me make this clear and I want to say this on record. The fitness in the health industry is anything but the fitness in the health industry. Amen. That's just Amen. the surface level crap that they yeah, show all you.
1: Bullshit, all this Instagram bullshit, bullshit, yeah. bullshit, yeah. bullshit. It's nothing like that. And um, that's why I took myself out of it. Even though I own a gym, yeah. I took myself out of the industry and I only look after my members. Um, I try to help my members. I try to give them that home vibe. Do you know what I mean? Not mm. that like, Ego, ego vibe, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. though yeah.
0: So then, you, then you. Um, I got in the fitness industry. And then, what? At what point did you get enough funds, or like, you know, how did you manage to get the funds to actually buy the gym? Because some people listening or watching, they'll mm. be wondering, like, you know, there might be young people. Mm. Same with the same business mentality, the mm. the entrepreneurship, um, you know, pathway that they're going mm. down. What would you say? Like, how did you do it?
1: I worked hard. Seventeen and hour days. Seventeen hour days. Seven days a fucking week, bro. I worked hard.
0: And um and how long was it till you were able to like too long? <laughs> What's too long?
1: Because I'd say I'd say about two years, but like I was lucky because no, nah, there's no such
0: a thing as luck, man.
1: No, 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 no. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Um, I, I I just had so the person that owned the uh, the gym, um, they didn't want it. They wanted to sell it, mm. and I thought okay. Like at that time, I had you made. W- you still working
0: there though at that time. No, I wasn't. You I wasn't. There.
1: I was working somewhere else. But um, yeah, and I it, I always wanted a gym, but I always thought I would own a gym by the time I'm twenty seven, twenty nine, um, and here I was at twenty three. And I'm like looking at it. I had decided um, I was going to go to L.A. So I quit my job, everything. And like whatever I had, I'm going to go to L.A. I'm going to try and make it in my music yeah. or whatever. I didn't, get a, I, I didn't care if I was going to go there clean toilets for a living. I don't care. Like I will do whatever it takes to put food on the table. I'm a hustler. Do you know what I mean? Like I will work. I will put in the work um, in order to achieve a goal, um, financial goal. <coughs> now, I don't care about this shit anymore because it's yeah. <laughs> bullshit. Anyways, and then um, he wanted to sell it, and I was thinking, damn, do I go to LA now or do and I try there? and try achieve my dreams, or do I stay here and this is guaranteed? You know what I mean? Mm. So he's, he sold it to me for a good price, and um, yeah, the rest is history.
0: Well, from, you know, I mean, I don't. Good price, fair price, mm. having call it. But from the time that you know, obviously, you bought the gym, you put your own touch on the gym. Yeah. you know, you put your own, you, you put your own style to the gym. Yeah. So you know, obviously, now and with the times, you've kept kept up with the times too. Now you know, mm. you've had it for over five years or something. Mm. So you've changed a lot of things over the years. I mean, ev- I think every single corner there of that gym is not the same anymore yeah. from what it was, from yeah. the color to <laughs> the to the you know whatever it might be. Mm. It equipment,
1: toilets, showers, everything. I mean right? there's yeah, toilets the sh- yeah, too. For the
0: time that I've been there, the toilet showers and everything's moved around within it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. sometimes I don't even like shit was a, t- you know, <laughs> whatever. But Yeah, man. So how did you feel opposed to the first week or something when you bought the gym? So so tell me the process. So ha- how did it happen? So you're like, "Okay, I'm going to buy the gym." So mm. di- was the gym out on the market or did you nah, just
1: No, nah, no, it was I, I knew it was private. It, it was a private sale. It was so a private sale. so you
0: approached you approached the owner. Yeah, you're like, yeah. "You know what? I'm going to buy the gym."
1: Uh I, I, there was a couple of people in the gym they wanted uh, that wanted to buy. That right. wanted to buy it and I was the mutual, you know, person and then um I went and asked them. I'm like, "Yo, you know, they want to buy it. Like how much you want to sell it?" He gave me a price. I went back. I told them. They're like, oh, no, we're not that serious. Like, yeah, mm. we might be keen. Da, 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 but this you know, is a bit too much. I'm like, oh, okay, all good, whatever. So they were not keen. So then I, I sat on it for like a whole week, bro. I was thinking like, okay, they don't want it. They see the potential. I've seen the potential all mm. these years. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's when I approached them. I'm like, okay, listen, this is what I don't want. Uh, this is how much I can pay. Da, 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 yeah, we came to an agreement and that's it. Took over. And then I was, I was never nervous. Yeah. I'm never, uh, and anything, anything I ever did, I was never nervous. Like a lot, a lot of people go into business nervous cause they put everything on the line. Um, I believe even, even if I lose everything today, i'm chilling do you know what i mean like yeah, i know you can always make it back i know mean, i know, like, know yeah. boy. you can put me anywhere and i'll make money do you know what i mean <laughs> like this is this is my mentality like i'll always find a way and um yeah i just did what i had to do in order to grow it um so,
0: so you like you know, obviously you bought the gym and you mm-hmm. invested a lot of money into which is obviously you know uh, visible what what you can see it's evident and after doing all of everything do you feel in the time that you're investing in the gym and you know you're putting all the money and time and effort into it do you think somewhat it sidetracked you from your actual rapping and singing singing career because you're so invested in into making sure that that business went okay and you know now now i see that you're releasing like you know songs you know more frequently Mm. is it because you feel like you're more of a stable place now because now you've had the gym running for over five years now it's been um, over five it, it
1: years, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think nearly six. Yeah. Um, I, I was I was side sidetracked hundred percent, but at the same time, also I'm like, I was going through uh rough like a rough time as well. Even being a business owner, mm. um, it's not easy. You know what I mean? It's not easy owning a business. Otherwise, um, everybody would
0: own a business. Yeah, hundred
1: percent. Yeah. Um, especially when when you didn't start off with a lot of money, do you know what I mean? Like, I had to build it into what it is today, like, over time. Like, I didn't have the funds to just, boom, just do it all over. I mean, to do it all at once. I wish, I wish I did, because I would be way ahead of, you know, where I'm at today. Um, but it was, it was a slow process, but it was, um, it was I, I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot about business. I learned a lot about myself. Um, I grew a lot. Um, and I was going through a lot of mental issues, man, like a lot of shit I hid, you know, because if I'm going to be at work because I'm the face of it, I have to smile, you know what I mean? But there was a lot of shit going on in my personal yeah. life. Yeah, I
0: remember that, man. I remember some of that because um, you obviously were sharing at that time and, you mm. know, it wasn't always sunshine and rainbows, I yeah. guess. Um, you know, you had people coming in and out of your life in terms of that people that you would have known for a long time yeah, and then that, you know, that you never thought that they would do things the things, whatever, yeah. you know, happens. Yeah. So people i guess did that so i remember those tough times that you were going through at yeah. that time so i can see you know where you would have been and i guess when you do love doing something mm. you want to do it with all your heart not if you mm. you know you're not not if you're you're already feeling some sort of pain in there and mm. you can't do that thing
1: 100 percent, yeah and the industry industry is like ugh, you know what it i mean care. so like it, yeah. it doesn't like it didn't help you know what yeah. i mean all that so like All of it, it just made me hate being in the fitness industry, even though I really wanted to help people. Um, And it's, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I'm grateful for the lessons I learned, you know? Uh, It made me who I am. And yeah, I was sidetracked for my music. But at the same time right now, why I am releasing the music, um, I'm in a good place mentally. So I feel like I'm in a good place mentally now where it's like um, I'm just going to put all these out regardless. I wasn't going to put it out, by the way. So I was like I had everything finished a long time ago and then lockdown happened and I was like, I don't want to put out music. I want to I want to talk to people. I want to yeah. tell people what's happening. I want to talk to them about that. Um, because I've been on, like, a spiritual journey mm. um, for, like, the last few years, and I've learned a lot about myself. i learned a lot about this world, what this world is, everything. Um, and I think
0: the lockdown was actually really good to a lot of people, where whether it be they didn't get the time to spend with their family, yeah, hell yeah. Um, where they were focused. Like, some of the people in the lockdown, you know, they dedicated their life into big, big companies, you know, like... Mm. Whatever might they would have worked twenty years, fifteen years for these companies. Mm. At a moment's moment, you know, without without even giving a moment, they have let them go to save the company. Yeah, they've invested 15, 20 years. You know, I've been seeing all these things on LinkedIn.
1: It's sad. A lot, a lot of people got hurt, man. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people lost everything, their businesses. Um, It's sad. It's sad for something that's bullshit. You know, it makes
0: them makes people realize, (laughs) makes people realize that we're shown and what is what what the reality is it's two different things it's mm. like people live in two different worlds altogether mm. from what we're shown what we're told mm. what we're driven to do and mm. um what actually happens mm. you know and you you obviously you know went through what you just said before was that you know you you saved you can make money wherever you you know you put you anywhere put you any situation any country whatever it is, you'll be able to make money whatever it is and i and i actually agree I agree with that too. Mm. Like I'm that kind of person too, just because mm. what people don't realize is that when they save money, they put all this money in the bank. they put all this money aside all the mm. time. This is saving, saving, saving. A lot of these people, yes, some people are saving for a house and even after they buy a house, they're still saving mm. and then they'll buy another house mm. and then they're still saving. But people don't realize a dollar saved is always another dollar. Mm. It doesn't increase in anything. Mm. And I was one of my mates that did a breakdown for it. I was looking to invest in a house or whatever it was. Mm. We get told all the time, like, invest in a house, buy a house, buy a house. But they don't realize the emotional investment that goes into mm. it. That's one of the biggest things, right? Mm. Emotional investment that goes into buying it. There's also o- other financial things that people don't look at, like the interest, the maintenance, mm. the rates, mm. uh, the insurances. All mm. of these things add up. To actually subtract from the value that the house ends up growing over the time, mm-hmm. and th- the concept that I've never been able to understand about what normal society and people make us believe: you buy a house, live in the house, pay for that house, then you have a house when you retire. Yeah. Half of the time, over half of the time, for the house that you are living in, you're away trying to make money. Yeah. To pay for that house. Yeah. I never got that concept. And, I mean, it's all right if you're buying it for investment. Mm. There's, there's a different process and procedure for that. And some people mm. are buying these four, five, six-bedroom houses, which out of that, maybe three people live in it.
1: Mm. They're six living above their
0: means. 60% of the house is not even used. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for, for what you are saying, you know, people realizing losing their jobs, going back to that point, I mm. think people are going to come to a point now they understand that, all of these things are sort of a facade. Mm.
1: Change is coming, man, and
0: it's and it's given them the time to actually realize a lot of these things. Mm. You know, like what 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 a job does to you, how much time it takes away, mm. and th- I think the most important thing is spending time with people, mm. family, people, me, things that mean things to people. I think mm. that's the one thing that people learn. Mm. And you've obviously been on a spiri- spiritual journey, you know, mm. yourself. You, you know, you've been meditating, and I think I think everybody goes through a period of like you know the early. Uh, sorry late teenagers to to late teen to early 20s where people just don't give a shit they don't give a shit about anything it's just like oh yeah (laughs) you know just just you only live one the yolo Mm -hmm. attitude sort of thing you know everyone goes through that face and everything like that um i did too Mm. but mine was very short it was very very short it was i would say it was um before even 21 that it was sort yeah. of sort of that phase, that mindset I was in. Then Mine I started too, un- mind too. And you know, I started yeah. understanding more and more. Yeah. And um, so finding yourself through this lockdown on the spiritual journey that you've been on, what did you do actually? So you wanted to talk to people. Um, what did you What did you talk to people about? And how did you communicate to people?
1: I mean, I've been I've been trying to find myself like ever since I was born. To be honest, like it's just I reached I reached. I could. F- I feel like I've reached a high point in my life. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, shit. <laughs> Basically, I w- I wanted. Man, I don't even know where to start. Like, I. So made okay, th- let me make I'm it
0: easier. So lockdown happens, yeah. right? You've been thinking about a lot of things, yeah. but because you you got a business, you know, you're know, you somewhat trying to put effort into your singing career. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to make all these things happen, right? Yeah. You're juggling a lot of things, and yeah. you, you, you have a girlfriend, you're in a yeah. relationship as yeah. well, right? So you're trying to make all these things happen, but when the lockdown happened, I guess it streamlined it, made it easier. So what did you do when you locked up the gym and you weren't going out to... I was happy, man. Yeah, you I weren't was. going out yeah. to see... <laughs> Weren't Finally you weren't going out get to see holiday, your girlfriend right. or whatever it was. You weren't going out with mates and stuff. So, what did you do in your first week that you that you feel that made made you find yourself more? All right,
1: <laughs> I gotta be i answer <laughs> All
0: right, stop the cameras. P break. This will be edited. Hey Ricky. I don't wanna stop that, eh? Because then it's gonna cause it already records for like um like certain time and then cuts and then makes another file. So if I stop it, I'd rather it just go in the order and I can just move them over. Yeah. You know she wanted pizza, right? <laughs> How
1: this
0: got? I don't know. Flip it up, flip the screen over? It's oh, yeah. it must be half.
1: Because I'm record- recording
0: on 30 right now. Yeah, it was 25. Huh? Is it 25? I mean Can't be. 25p? Alright, yeah, oh yeah, that's alright. That's all good, eh? Yeah, gonna start. This one? Yeah, I'll start
1: yeah all right <coughs> uh, so gather around the table children <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a little story um I started releasing videos um trying to warn people about what's going on with this entire coronavirus bullshit Um, but what led me to that is what I really wanted to tell people about. Um, so,
0: so how did you come to know that like this bullshit about coronavirus, Mm. whatever they're saying, Mm. um, was this before
1: the lockdown? Way before. Way before. Okay. So, So tell me what led you to this point then. Okay. Um, Ever since uh ever since I was a kid, man, uh my parents would like read me the Quran. And I was always like, oh wow, you know, like I was always like in awe, like every time they, you know, like they told me like the story about the prophets, um and what they had to go through and how the good always ended up winning. So I was like always like, oh wow, like you know, like, you know, this is amazing. And um as I grew older, and started to look around and stuff. And this is even when I was like six, seven, and stuff. I started to notice mm. like the world. The, to the, some, 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 something's not right about the world. Um, as I got older, I, 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 I came to this country at five years old. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. There was,
1: there was, there was no judgment. Yeah. At that time
0: I mean at that point When you're five You don't really know much
1: Yeah but But You like as a kid Like you notice things You know what I mean Like you're like a sponge So you absorb everything That you see And I never once got treated Or my family Never once got treated Differently Because we were Arab mm-hmm. You know Or we were Muslim No one cared it, it was all love over here You know what I mean Yeah Then when we went back um, I was around my people You know So it's like It's you you will never notice it around your people, you know, because you're all the same pretty much, you know, you Arabs or whatever and people from that region of the world, um, Muslims, whatever, like, it's all one. It's peace. It's love. Um, everybody knows everybody. It's like a community. Yeah. 9-11 happened. That was and that That, was that was changed weird. a lot of things. That changed a lot of things, yeah. man, and that was, like, weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was something big. Um. I had already known, like when, like when we were living in New Zealand, um, Bill Clinton at the time, uh, he was already attacking my country. You know what I mean? So the Arabs, like the Iraqis, like you know, they felt some type of way towards America or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I
0: mean, I think that's never stopped. Like that's ever since ever, it's still going. You know, it's still raging. Yeah. It, yeah. Even though it's not covered on media a lot of the times or whatever it is, yeah. a lot of that there's there's a war. There's happening some part of the world. As we're speaking right now, yeah. as people are listening or watching yeah. this right now, there's a war happening somewhere.
1: Yeah, but it's for a reason. All these mm. all these are for a reason, you know what I mean? And then um, 9-11 happened, and I, I, I heard about it when I was in school, and I was just like, okay. I've always looked at America. I've always wanted to go to America as a kid. I remember when I was four years old, I wanted to go to America because uh, basically my entire family, so my cousins and aunties and stuff, we all had to leave the Middle East. Um, some oh. went to Finland. Some went to America. Some yeah. went somewhere, and then we and then we came to New Zealand. Um, and I really wanted to go with my auntie that went to America because that's what we saw on movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, I
0: mean, I was in school too when that 9-11 thing was happening. So you're in school watching this thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was watching it, and then I came back, and then like you just see my dad just on the news, you know, just watching it, and it's just like, oh shit, like this is something big. And then um, it was weird, man. It was weird, and that's when, like, all hell broke loose, but it's, like, you only saw it on TV, do you know what I mean? Like, because the English people that were living in, like, United Arab Emirates at the time, like, nobody's treated them different. Like, we still treated them with love and, you know, things like that. There's a lot of white people there. Yeah. If anything, they get treated better than what I got treated. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Because
0: they, they, I mean, uh, one thing about um, Middle Easterns and people from the Middle East is that um, visitors, people from, you know, they show abroad, them a lot of love. They, they, show them a lot of care, a lot of love. Yeah. They welcome them. Yeah. They give them Big food time. and everything. Yeah.
1: yeah, this is anybody that you, you even bring to your house, bro. Exactly, you know, it's the same thing. Like exactly. you're coming to our country, is like you're coming to our house. Yeah. So we're gonna give you a lot of love. So we never treated them any different. Yeah. And. Um, uh yeah and so it was all good but then you start seeing the media you start seeing like what americans are saying about arabs and all this stuff and you're just like whoa what the hell is going on you know what i mean Like i've never experienced any racism you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like now i am do you know (laughs) so it was weird and then um when we came back to new zealand um I saw that my cousins, like, they were only hanging out with Arabs, even though they had friends from, like, uh, other, like, backgrounds Co- other and Other cultures and stuff. Yeah, 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 but they mainly, they all had to be together to protect one another because they were getting attacked at parties or they'd be walking in the street, all oh, this Arab. So they were fighting baseball bats, knives, whatever. Do you know what I mean? So they had to go through so much. So I'm kind of lucky that I, I only came back in, like, 2005 um where they felt some type of way about Arabs, you know, where like, oh you fucking terrorist, you know what I mean? Like like that kind of shit. Um, but luckily I didn't have to go through that extreme. I've had to defend myself physically a few times because of it, but it's all good. Um so it was it was it was very weird. And then when you start to find out that even that was bullshit, like George Bush and like the people in power organized that to happen. You know what I mean? It was meant to happen. Like, they, they killed their own people in order to enter a region to start killing the people there to take control of the, of the people there. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, like, you know, a lot of the things, a lot of the experts, you know, mm-hmm. um, what they said about the 9 you Know whatever happened to the building, mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of I- evidence that you know contradicts what the official explanations were 100%. And then you know that never got the true. And I've always wondered that too, you know, yeah, like yeah. You know, why, like some of the scientists, some of the people that talk yeah. about a lot of the things, like you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to jump into the details, but if you just go to YouTube, if those videos are too many uh, holes, uh, look it up. And you know, there's too many, it was never well explained. Mm. Um, one of the most secure airspaces. How does it get penetrated? And yada, yada. Mm. It, the list just goes on. It goes on place. and on. So I was always confused about that too. Mm. And um, anybody that I spoke with about it, because I was always like hot on the topic too, I always like to discuss it. Um... Not because not because I like to be like a conspiracy theorist or whatever it is. I just mm-hmm. like talking about uh, things and I think that's why one of the reasons why I started this podcast is to talk to people about things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I always I always felt the same way about this situation too. Yeah, it was, it was weird like yeah. I, I'm not gonna say I know exactly who did it or why they oh, did I it. I know exactly who did it. but um, like yeah. I knew I knew something was always something wasn't always right about it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, something too many holes bro too yeah. many holes in it. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, it was ordered by a guy in a fucking cave. Are you kidding me? And that, and that guy, that guy, his name is actually Tim, uh, Tim, Tim Osman, And he was working for the CIA. Okay. And his family, his family was very close with the Bush family. Mm. Eh, but come on, man. There's no way in hell a guy in a cave ordered that shit. This is fucking bullshit. Plus there's so many, so many, so many other things as well. But anyways, it felt weird for me. And then that's when I started to look into things. And then I looked into the JFK thing. You know what I mean? And I think
0: that's a that's that's always going to be an unsolved mystery of I Maybe times. I will
1: solve it for you <laughs> right now. This guy yeah. came out, said a speech, telling people that there are secret societies that are trying to control shit behind the scenes, that mm-hmm. are trying to tell me to kill my own people to go invade a certain country, Cuba at the time um he came out and he was exposing these scum you know these are the same people that are doing all this shit to us right now and um they put they they put a couple of bullets in his head in front of everybody bro in front of everybody they put two bullets in his fucking they, head they, and that that they was caught the guy
0: there right they caught the guy the
1: brother he he wasn't the one that did it okay and but that's but that's what they tell you that's what they tell you. And anybody who came out and said, oh, it wasn't that guy that did it, it was the CIA, right away they created this label conspiracy theorist. Mm. That was the first time that that's term when, came actually, about, Oh, man. actually, so
0: that's the, I actually even knew the, the, cons- conspiracy, the word conspiracy. It came from theorists. that. It
1: came from that? It there. came from that. Really? Because they, bec- of course, man, because they're trying to hide the trail. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so it came from that. And, it, and so then they started to put, um, conspiracy theorist in movies as the crazy guy. um, As if, like, that's the guy that we all make fun of, da-da-da-da. So, mm. it, 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 so it started no w- from... no one would believe him. Habibi, the yeah. programming started from there. It started from there against people that actually fucking use their brain. Do you know what I mean? That to tell you, hey, hang, like, hang on a second, something's not you right.
0: That's funny how you say that because something that I always like to question about, you know, whatever it is, something that's happened in history, Mm. Or something that's happened in the modern day. Mm. At the time that we were alive or whatever it is. Mm. Uh, like, you know, sometimes when you gather around with friends or you go to an event or something, mm. topics break out and you talk about things, random things, mm. you know. And then it's like, and something like this will come up. And you're it's like, oh, but what do you think about this, this and this? It didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, those are just conspiracies.
1: Exactly. Right away. Right not, away you shut it down.
0: I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not being a conspiracy theorist. Mm. It's just a question.
1: Mm, exactly. Like a, but they don't I want me, you asking questions.
0: Me asking this question about something, mm. it's a question. It's not a conspiracy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I'm trying to get your opinion on it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. No li-
1: bro. No one no one no one no one wants to believe that there is a group of people that are can that are controlling everything, that are trying to kill us, that are doing all this shit to us. No one wants to believe that. You know, and everybody's so caught up in their own life, like materialistic bullshit, like we're chasing nothing, you know, we're chasing we're chasing a piece of paper that Came out of thin air, bro. Its value is nothing. The dollar is nothing, bro. And yet, and yet we... Give it the value. Abu- yeah, give it the value. We abuse our life. We lose our life, our time for this paper. You know what I mean? Anyways. I think peop-
0: people fail to realize that money is a system made by people. Yeah.
1: And I, I think people just live day to day.
0: Yeah. They don't go look into the actual, all right, where did this come from?
1: Mm. At the
0: end of the day, it's just paper mm. with ink on it mm. that we give it the value yeah you yeah. know you know actual worth of a hundred dollar bill is probably not even ten cents,
1: yeah hundred percent hundred percent in the in the last in the last hundred years it went down so much yeah. um, so anyway,
0: so you 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 know you saw that changed your mind thinking and you got into that, and then coming back to like what caused you to go even more spiritual and yeah, the lockdown
1: yeah yeah so i'm I'm gonna just say this the j f k when they killed them in like in front of everybody. That wasn't that wasn't like not only to shut him up, but that was like a warning, not a warning to us because mm. they don't give a fuck about us. You know, like we are the sheep. You know what I mean? Well, not me, <laughs> but you, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? I'm, I ain't no sheep. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so but basically, bro, they killed him as a warning to anybody that wants to become president where well, you better listen to us. We control shit around here. You don't control it. So anything.
0: you that was the turning You point.
1: don't come out you don't come out and expose us. You don't try to expose us. And that was a warning for every fucking sellout that's ever been a president. Because after that everybody's a sellout. Um and they're all puppets. Presidents don't matter. And this is one thing I don't understand. And I've I've always known this as a kid, but I just don't understand how people care about politics. Where they care about this side and that side. It's the same coin.
0: That's it's the same
1: coin, different fucking face, bro. You know, and you're getting and you're getting and you're getting a coin that's shit on it. Both choices are shit. And we always fight amongst these two choices and we're fighting each other. Um, And and no, no government, no government in this world, any, any, any country, any country, even here, bro. No country in the world gives a fuck about its people. And that's a fact. And I've never
0: understood the whole political side of things is that you're going to vote for this party. They're going to build you this extra road. So Mm. let's vote for them. I think, as I always say, people look at things at a surface level all the time. Mm. Um, let's vote for them because they're going to reduce 0.1% on our taxes.
1: Mm. And they don't. They actually just keep increasing taxes. No, but they
0: raise it somewhere else. You're yeah, paying yeah, for yeah, it somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. They save you 2% here, but you're paying somewhere else <laughs> yeah. that you don't realize that you're paying. Yeah. You know, so.
1: yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what political party. Like, they're all scum. Every single one of them is scum. Um, so. That was then, but right now, right now things things are changing. Like something, something big is gonna come. Something big is gonna happen. Anyway, so after the JFK, I looked into the moon landing. But you wouldn't even, you
0: wouldn't.
1: So what? what I where was a kid. I was a kid then, bro. I was a kid. So yeah, I like yeah, that's, that's, b- b- that's
0: what I'm trying to understand. So yeah. y- you were a kid then. Yeah. yeah you weren't yeah, even yeah. born when. Um, JFK was shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I know, but I'm looking into it because when yeah. when is this? When's the time frame? it? When when you're looking into Shit, it? I'd say around
1: 2004, 2004, 2005, something. 2005. Like that. So this is when yeah. you're still in high school. Yeah, bro, man, I've been awake, bro. I've been so <laughs> awake.
0: So this is when you're in high school. You're looking into all of this. Yeah. Um, at the same time, you're doing your music.
1: Yeah, but so, like so, the, then m- the m- m- music thing was just you know. Yeah. So yeah.
0: so one thing I'm like you know I'm trying to understand is. So on one hand, you're looking at all of these things, you know, Mm -hmm. you're looking at um, JFK's, you know, assassination and the moon landing, you know, I know what you're about to say in that, but (laughs) if if after all of of that and everything like that, what makes you still want to go to America? What I makes you wanna the people, what man? What I, makes you wanna still be a rapper?
1: I love that, well oh Nah, the music, the music has nothing to do with it. Um, even though I wanted to stop it just to like tell people like what's going on, mm. um, but like America, it's the people, bro. I love the people there. Um, they're so nice. They're actually very nice people, uh, and they showed me so much love. And when I went there, it felt like I was amongst my people in the Middle East as well. Yeah. that's how nice people uh, were like to me. Like this is my personal experience. Um, obviously, there's a lot of bad in every country, um, but yeah, I, I, un- unfortunately, their government is the worst, and it's the circus that we all watch. So we all watch America and all everything that's happening in America. All this chaos, all this bullshit, all this rubbish. Uh, Donald Trump, da 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 da, all this bullshit. We all watch this, being distracted, even though the same thing is happening in our fucking backyard. So but it's like snakes, slight, you know what I mean? They, You know, the government's here, they slither, bro. They slither in. So even
0: even after all of that, mm. you know, all of that what you told me about the whole government, you know, the whole system and everything like over there, you still would want to go to America for the people to live there, part of the system, which people are already a part of. Because when That's you when, thing, when you get there, although you love the people, yeah. people are part of the system. Yeah, yeah. You, you. If you, if you're going to a place, you're gonna have to. You can't change the rules. The rules are already there. The law's are already there. That the people are playing by. That you may like the people there,
1: but that's everywhere. Even over here. Even uh, over here, people are playing by the rules. It doesn't
0: yeah. matter where you go. Yeah, I mean, I agree, right? It's Every it does, doesn't matter where you go. But yeah. you know, going back to what you said, sort of thing. It's it's far worse. You said over there.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, so
0: if if it's if it's the worst place, sort mm. of as the governments as to say to mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to put yourself like you know, say if you if you had to rate it on a scale, whatever it is, you say that's the worst. Yeah, yeah, So you're going from good to mm-hmm. thing for the people. So how much of it is so my question to you is how much of it is it um if you weigh this, if you put a scale, weigh it up mm-hmm. for the people that are extremely nice, mm-hmm. that are also part of the system mm-hmm. of whatever it is, of one of the most as you know, as per your mm-hmm. um, thinking and what you said one of the most, you know, corrupt or whatever it is, government systems, whatever, those people are part of it, although they might be nice people, right, whatever it is. They're not, I mean, part of it as in, like, they're following it because they have to, they have no other choice, right?
1: But that's the thing, man. The choice is actually in our hands, and once people realize that, we can change the system. But, But people, for some reason, they obey the government. And this is every country, bro. This is not just America. America is just the shit show that we watch that's what I'm trying to so say. So you want to go? Part, so what I'm trying to say, you want to go be part of that shit show? In it? Nah, bro. It's no no matter where you go, you're part of the shit show. Yeah, but that's a bigger shit show, right? hundred percent, hundred percent. So th- my, my, that's what I'm trying to process.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So why would you want to go be a part of a bigger but shit show? Have
1: you ever tried that Cali weed, bro? <laughs> it's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so so it is for the weed then? Nah, nah. I mean, I smoke weed here too, but it's uh, like it, it doesn't matter. Like, um, I f- I feel I fit in over there. I feel I belong. Part of the biggest
0: shit show you fit in.
1: Nah, the people, bro. The people. I don't don't look. The government government, uh, can only affect me so much. Do you know what I mean? Like even over here. Like it does affect me financially, but it doesn't affect my life because I'm in control of my life. I do what I want with my life. And that's the same in America, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, the government somehow has an effect. But at the same time, you still have your life. And we still do right now. But it's gonna lead to a point where you won't have your life unless you wake up. However, right now we still have a choice. So But yeah.
0: you know how you said you do have control of your life yeah. in, in America? Yeah. I feel in America they have the most control over everything. And the only you think you have control of your life over there, mm-hmm. but they only let you into the country because they want to let you. There's no you going to America mm-hmm. if they don't let you to go to there.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, like, we can go anywhere in the world. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, lo- like, 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 I was born in Iraq, man, and, and they let me in the country. Do you yeah, know what I'm I am mean? saying. Even though, even though I got questioned, I was harassed in the airport, it's still all good. So I'm,
0: I'm looking at it from a holistic point of view, bro. So you got to look at it like um, the system yeah, is yeah. allowing you to be a part be inside America, be amongst yeah. their people, yeah, 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 right. The system that you obviously speak, you know, so strongly against, or whatever it is, yeah, they can flip that at any moment.
1: Well, that's what's happening right now, that's what's happening that's what I'm right saying.
0: now, so that takes away their control. So nobody is, but really it's
1: happening right now here, too.
0: It's happening right here, right here, right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Well, but at least we don't have uh, looting going on, we don't have people. Tearing down stores and shops, and you know, like
1: I said, man, it is it is the circus that we watch on TV. It is a circus you know? that but we watch on TV. I'm, I'm talking about the laws that are being passed behind the scenes while everybody's distracted, you know what I mean? So, that's the shit that we have to watch out because our rights are getting taken away from us slowly and slowly because they have a certain agenda, a certain goal that they have to achieve. So, that's what's happening, and this is and this is and bro, every it doesn't matter. What government, you're all, they're, they're, they're all part of the same club. We're not part of that club. We, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm free. At the same time, I am not free. I'm still, I am still a slave of the system.
0: You, you're you a slave of a system, yeah. wherever you are right now. Wherever you go. But you're going to be a bigger slave into a system where you feel <laughs> It's the worst corrupt, right? If you think of it yeah, logically. Yeah. logically. N- yeah, I know.
1: But if yeah. you ask me now, if yeah. you ask me, zayd like, where would you like to live? How would you like to live? Mm. I will tell you, honest to God, bro, I'll buy me a caravan and I will live in that fucking van, bro. Where? Will, Which country? Here. It doesn't matter where. Like, I will live here. Like, uh, you know, like, I love this country. It's a beautiful country. And I will just live... I will live in the caravan. I'm happy, bro. Yeah. I'm happy. I'll park up at some lake, you know, wake, boom, open up the fucking doors... It's already right there. The world is yours, bro. It's for free. It's for us to enjoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or even, even a bigger dream, where I would buy some land, like massive land. I'm talking like hectares of land. Get me some animals. Grow my own um, fruits, vegetables, all this stuff, and just live like that. I'm happy, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't need a fancy car. I don't, I don't need so. Sure. So th- um, then,
0: going back to the start, right? Mm. You said that you want you, you want to do well in music and whatever mm. it is. You want to become a millionaire. I think you already are. Mm. But um, <laughs> so, where does all that fit into all of this? What you saying now? It's like it's contradicting Be- because, because
1: I've grown as a person, bro. I've changed as a person. You know, like we all grow and we all realize things. And I was looking up to people mm. that had made millions. You yeah. know what I mean? People so that had done. Now, this does Zay today
0: that. does he want to make millions or not? Does day today want to be that Zay rap Zay artist that's a style or not?
1: Oh, bro, the music, the music, this is a part of my blood. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this is like the music is me, you know? Like, if yeah. I can make a living just off music, then I'm happy. But if I don't make a living off the music, I'm still going to make music because I'm happy. I'm making this music something that I created. And... um. I'll still, I'll still, bro. I don't like even, even if I'm living in a van, I'm still gonna make music, and I would still love to tour. I would still love to meet people. I was like, because when I perform, bro, I I get this energy, bro. Like you know, and then I give it to the people, that people give it back, and they, you know, it's just so much love going on, so much energy's being passed around. So tell me it this, makes me feel some type of way. So
0: so yeah, I mean that 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 environment that you're talking about, that's awesome. That's that's great, right? Yeah, yeah. But you only get to be a part of that if you're amongst people, if you're amongst the city, if you if you're amongst.
1: I mean, come on, bro. If I lived... If, if, if I you lived, lived th-
0: off the grid, if you lived yeah. off into a caravan or whatever... Just
1: drive down in the week and just book me, just book me, you know, I'll drive down, you know what I mean? Like, I'll drive down to the place, hop out, fucking do my show, get the fuck out, do you know what I mean?
0: But see, you you know, people got to get to that, you know, you got to be doing, like in the off-season, yeah, But yeah. like you put bodybuilding, I always like to relate it related to like bodybuilding and whatever it is, a lot of the things, yeah. right? In the off-season, you got to be working your butt off, yeah. right? you can't be, you can't be just the guy that's going to go and smash out KFC and yeah, McDonald's sure. or whatever it is you know and just go away and disappear not do a single post on social media for a year or 6 months there's things you got to keep doing you got to be in front of the public's eye you got to be in front of the public the judges even you know you got to you got to make sure that you're putting stuff out there so when you're out on stage now to perform people are looking out for the things that were like sort of trailers on social media mm. and online mm. and then going back to the whole thing if you tie it all in together Social media, all of these things, everything—it's part of the system mm. that we need as individuals to thrive in our own personal things that we need to do. Mm. Because everybody is controlled by it.
1: Yeah, but also it's how you use it. So you don't. So you don't let social media use you. You use social media exactly. Like, like, like. I've seen people, bro. Like, as soon as I hop out of a plane, bro. Just see people right away, bro. They're making videos, like it's weird, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, they just have to post something, like, relax, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, they have to document every single thing, like, yo, chill out. Um, so that, that's what
0: I mean, right? Like, the social media aspect of it, yeah. or this tools aspect to it, yeah, whatever it may be for you to, you know, be amongst uh stadium performing, mm-hmm. or, you know, stage, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting the energy, getting the vibe. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that need to fall in place prior to that happening and unfortunately to get those things and mm-hmm. in, in the modern world mm. you have to use some of these systems that's made by these people
1: uh, look bro i i don't i'm not, i am not against technology yeah i am not against technology okay um i believe it should all like be one do you know what i mean like we shouldn't we shouldn't be uh hooked on like bro come on bro, you, you got you got people just walking around like this You know what I mean? They just never take their eyes off the phone. And, like, when they go out to have dinner with people, they're, like, you know, they're, like, on their phone and stuff. I'm not saying don't have a phone. Have a phone. You know what I mean? Like, it's good to connect with people that way. People that live overseas um, get to see some other people on, like, social media. You get inspired by them and stuff. Like, I learned a lot because of technology. If it wasn't for technology, I I wouldn't know the shit that I know today. Um. Yeah, and it's helped me a lot through everything. Uh, I'm not against the technology, and and I'm not against promoting yourself. I'm not against all that stuff. Um, I'm against being a slave to it.
0: Hundred percent. That's the thing. You know, there's there's two two, there's two kinds of people that use technology. Mm. There's consumers
1: Mm. and there's
0: creators, Mm. and the people that get hit are creators, Mm. right? To some extent, creators need to consume as well, so they can create things Mm. where they can leave either some sort of value for people to tune in to be invested into that person's personality just like Mm. what we're doing here right now Mm. we're making this podcast it's gonna go on platforms those platforms give you the exposure or the things that you need sharing your story sharing Mm. my story Mm. creating sort of a entertainment sort of thing behind it as well right Mm. but then you gotta that's the outcome that's the outcome of what it does but you gotta look at things at its core from the beginning to Mm. where how it gets there so what I'm trying to say, how it gets there mm-hmm. is by someone like some of the people and some of the corporations, organizations, or whatever things that you feel mm. strongly towards and they not in a good way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These are the people behind it that make these things.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, but then we we'll use it. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. What I use, okay, mm. is I try to spread the message that I'm trying to spread. That's what I use it for. Yeah. I don't use it to take pictures of my food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm using it to tell people, like, yo, so-and-so is happening. So-and-so is happening. At the same time, also, I'm trying to tell people, like, look after yourself. Go inside yourself. Yeah. Search for your soul. Find all the, all the answers inside. So I'm doing that as well as I'm doing my music because my music is me. You know what I mean?
0: Mm.
1: All those three are me. You know, so I'm going to share all that. Like, I'm not going to be like, like, man, I don't even post shit about my business, bro. Never. When have I ever posted something about my business on my Instagram? You know what I mean? I I don't even do that. I don't even promote my own business. You know, like, I have a page for my business and like, yeah, we do that with that. But I don't even do that um, because where. What's up? Uh, I think it's raining <laughs> so basically where um where I've reached now in my life is I really don't care about money. Mm. I really don't care like I just wanna i me personally, I just wanna get out of the system, okay, and just work on myself, help the people around me um and also work on my music, get my music out. That's all I care about and and the business, you know what I mean, whether I keep it or sell it, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. So you you thinking about selling the selling the gym?
1: I don't know, maybe, maybe, yeah, because yeah. it's not like it's not it's not something forever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. You know, I think uh, same thing. Being an athlete, being a mm. business person, being there's a time and there's a point in time that you know people need to move on. People need to know when you need to walk away from something to mm. open a new chapter, mm. because people fail to realize that what got you here. If you want to go here, mm. you can't do what you did to get to this first stage. Mm. you got to do the things that you haven't done in this to get to the next stage. If you keep doing the same thing, you're going to be in the same place. You're not going to get any higher. Yeah. So I think people fail to realize that. Mm. And whether it be they keep competing mm. or whether it be they keep doing business as they're they're doing business and they expect the business to grow but yet they haven't gone Mm. or done anything any different like invested in marketing Mm. to get their business out there, made a new website, updated Mm. their website, whatever it might be, you know? Or same thing as an athlete. You've won this and this and this. You want to do something else. It's going to take you some time and maybe you need to do other things that you don't want to do to get to that level. It's the same thing. So you're doing the right thing, man. I think that you... Realizing that at letting go of the gym, selling it, mm. to move on to what you want to do in life, to be at
1: peace. Ultimately, you just want to be happy. Yeah, right? man. You just want to be happy. That's the goal. The goal is to be at peace, man, and be, like, and be I, happy. I, yeah, man. like that's that's what life is about, you know. So it's it's about it's about going inside and being at peace, and um uh, yeah, so, so
0: do you feel when you when you you know when you talk about these topics and when you talk about all of these things that you feel that's happening and going on around the world and things like that. Mm. Um, do you feel you're happy doing
1: that? 100%, bro. I'm at peace. I'm at peace right now.
0: Or do you feel somewhat frustrated because some people are not listening? I was. I yeah. was.
1: Like like when the lockdown happened, I'm not going to lie, I was frustrated. I was really frustrated that it's like, come on, people. Like this is not the first time they're doing something like this to us. Like patterns. You have to look at the patterns. Yeah. They're continuing. They, they always do something, man. They never like they always do shit in our face. Mm. You know? But they twist it. You know, and we're so distracted. We're just so brainwashed, man, that it's like I gotta hand it to them, man. They're fucking they they they've they've done a good job, man. They've they've done they've I, done ooh. a good job to deceive people. And but hey, you know, like we were we were we were warned about these things in holy scriptures, bro. Thousands of years ago, we've been warned about these. This day, this year, we have been warned about this for a long time. And now, anybody who talks about holy scriptures and stuff, they laugh at that person, bro. They laugh at that person. They mock them in, on TV shows. They mock them on um, movies. Anybody now who says, yeah, like I believe in God, <laughs> what that man, that man in the cloud, da 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 da. It's like, bro. They've made such a joke out of it that people don't actually understand. Even like even the religious people mm. don't even understand what God is. I mean, to
0: be honest, um, the way I see religion in yeah. the way today, like I don't want to hurt anyone's feeling or offend anyone. Mm. Actually, I don't even care. Like whatever li- people, you know, they, people hurt their own feelings. You know, you, 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 <laughs> you, you absorb <laughs> information how you want to absorb it. If you want to be hurt, you choose to be hurt. Right. If you don't want to be hurt, you, you know, whatever it is. Mm. So... Religion is not what religion is intended to be today. It's more so a business right now. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what happens is that um, a lot of people get misguided and misled. What I feel is that the purpose, the sole purpose of why and everybody and everyone that's here in this world, I think it's a huge, huge uh, misguidance, misdirection on what we need to do. It's like everyone is guided in a certain whether it be via religion.
1: What do you what do you think that we should do? Like like what do you think the purpose of humans like? So like what uh, is our purpose? So mm. I'll,
0: I'll get to I'll, I'll add that at the end, yeah. right? So whether it be via religion that yeah. we're getting told to to do something, mm. um, another way, mm. or whether it be through society beliefs, you know, mm. school, university, buy a house, get a job, pay it off, die. That's it, and be you know be unhappy to be happy but the happiness never comes mm. so there's lots of facades, there's lots of things and everybody is missing the key point in life and you know, I love these religious holy books and everything you know, like uh, the Bible, the Quran mm. uh, the, you know the bhagavad Gita, everything, all of these books they have some nice stories in there at the end of the day mm. these are written by humans too and these are written by humans that is over 100 years old. Like, the print that you and I might be reading came out of the printer down the road. You know, when I said down the road, I mean in a factory or whatever mm. it is somewhere. Mm. That's great. But it's been printed so many times over by so many different places, mm. translated to English, mm. to what we understand or whatever languages it might been. Mm. Some 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 prick would have been sitting over there and be like, you know what? I'm just going to change these lines around. That's
1: what the Vatican has done.
0: No one's ever gonna know.
1: The Vatican has taken out so much information in the Bible, bro. Those pedofi- sorry those pedophiles at the Vatican. Okay, those people have taken out so much information, um, and they have so many books, so much of our truth, so much of our knowledge hidden, and no one can access that. But
0: you know then, what? More scarier thing about that is not taken out, but added things in there that. It's probably not meant to be there, so that's why, man. Like, no, no, I have no thing against um, religious people. Great, you know. Mm. It's as long as they're being positive, they're Mm. not cheating anybody, they're Mm. not trying to get money from anybody. I'm fine with that. Mm. But the whole, the whole religious books and everything. At the end of the day, to me personally, they're just books, and there's good stories, depending on how you take them, right? Um, So what I going back to your question, what I think and what I feel like, what the purpose of life is meant to be. I feel that if anybody that 100% knew the answer to this question, Mm -hmm. they've already clocked and they probably would vanish somewhere.
1: If well, that's like that's when death comes. Like you, like you get to choose whether you want to come back to this world or not. Like this is how deep I get into it. Okay, you get to choose. Maybe, maybe we have to
0: save that for another, another, like a session. Yeah.
1: On. on, on, on oh, that, bro, know? man, this is like a this is a long, a long, a long, long, long topic. Like you know, you get to choose, or if you've done something in this life, you know, karma, you're gonna have to come back and you're gonna have to start off again until you've learned your lesson. And this is life you know this is how deep I get into it uh, I think
0: that also comes with age you know wh- as you said you're starting you know you're finding yourself mm-hmm. it's been good for you you know mm-hmm. you've had a business you've you know probably somewhat influenced by other people that you're hanging out with that you wanted to get that business to grow it mm-hmm. whatever it was and now you've got it to a stage that you know your priorities have changed in life which is great and everything like that you love music you, you know it's a form of art which mm-hmm. brings peace to you as well and you would like to showcase your talent which is awesome as well. Then now uh, there's another spiritual side of you that's also evolving and growing as well. Mm. Um, with, you know, the more you meditate, the more you go into the spiritual realm of things, I guess, mm. which is, you know, which is awesome, which is good to see, man. And as I said, over the years, have seen you grow, yeah. which has been good to see, <laughs> 10 years. The guy that I met 10 years ago, you're a completely different guy from then. 100%. Um, but yeah, dude, what is the next song that's coming out for you?
1: Uh, it's called Bend It with Nicky Smirk.
0: Bent was it bent?
1: Bend it. Bend it, bro. It's a fire song. That's all I gotta say.
0: So have you have you done any previews or anything of that?
1: No. So we're working on it right all now. So this is the
0: first time you are saying it out.
1: Yeah, man. But right. Like, it's fu- It's fire, bro. Bend it. it. Fire.
0: So like. before before we shoot off and and, and wrap this up, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring up a um your very first music video clip. What that you <laughs> what, what was it called? That no you, fear. No fear. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to, I wanted to, for you to tell me um, a little bit about this clip before we go, man. Mm-hmm. before we wrap this up, tell me a little bit about this.
1: So it was the second song I ever made. Yeah. Uh, second beat ZMA, I ever made. No Fear. No, no fear, fear, F-E-A-R. <laughs> and, um. Look at that. Um. Uh, Basically, man, I had to change the lyrics to that so many times. because Because there, there was a time, um, I mean, because there's a, a, like a bar in there where like now in the final version, I say, um, it's the asshole, it's 25, timid, you wanna die. But I made the song when I was um, 17. So it started off as the asshole, the 17, and you know, and then I had to change it. to It's the asshole, it's 18 every single year because I wasn't putting it out. And then uh, yeah, when I was twenty five, I was like, "Now fuck it, this is going to be the final version. That's it. Like, I'm not gonna keep <laughs> doing it and doing it." But so yeah. what's that?
0: Five years ago now.
1: Yeah. Is this is this? You, when was the song out? No, I finished it five years oh, five ago, years but ago. I released it oh, three right, years right, ago. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look how like I, young you look over there. Yeah, man, but um, I've gotten a lot better. Than I'm like, I must say, I must say, like my bars, everything, my delivery, my flow. Uh, yeah. The beats that I produce, everything.
0: So you make the beats yourself?
1: Yes. Not all, but uh most of them, yes I have. Um I didn't know how to play uh, the keyboard, so I had a friend Carl, so basically I would like, you know, do songs like I mean I mean like sorry, sounds like for example for this one's like So he would play it out for me and then you know and then we'd add all that do 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 oh, do yeah. do. and then uh, yeah so that's how i made it and then over time i started to learn so that like i can make it myself and then um i would give it to this kid i know i don't want to mention his name because he's under a contract <laughs> um so but basically this kid i know I, s- I send it to him and he'll touch it up for me because he's he's really good man he's really good and send the track um, back and then he sends it back to me and then there you go i put it out yeah so this actually the beat didn't sound like how it wasn't when i first made it um, like for example Like the like instruments And stuff It actually sounded More Arabic <laughs> Like <Really>? so So <laughs> when I played The like original version um, To my friends Like all of them Were like bro Like why didn't you Use this one And I was like Nah nah Like I had to make it More western You know what I mean But yeah Yeah That's cool man That's cool That's You know he looked like Wearing that hoodie Over there
0: uh. Guess who I think Ron would know Ron uh. <laughs> Goes to Goes to our gym Oh
1: Right there I think
0: he copied Your style man I
1: don't know Who you're talking about I'm the nah nah yeah bro <laughs> i think Look. he's saying that just because he's arab as well nah, you know, nah, nah, bro. He, i'm pretty sure he stole that, stole that hoodie yeah. from you too nah that's my man i still got that hoodie. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah he's a good d- he's a good dude too yeah he is man he is yeah that's well
0: all right we'll wrap this up here my bro um oh, just good, thank you man. for coming on the show we might have to do a part two of this 100 um, thank you for having me bro and later on and um yeah well Awesome bro. Cheers for coming Shout and for I wish you all me. the best.
1: Thank you. Likewise man, likewise.
0: And um looking forward to that new song Bend it. Yeah, with Mickey Smirk yeah. coming out and yeah bro, we'll we'll catch you on the next one hopefully a bit later on in the year. Sweet man. You're a busy Perfect. man, I have to catch you.
1: Shout man. Appreciate <laughs> it bro. Thank you for having me man. Yeah. Cheers and bro. Best of luck with this podcast. Hope hope it grows into what you want it to be.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you. I hope you can um, get the person that you spoke about on here. We won't (laughs) say it, but if we can get him, that'd be awesome. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Okay. All All good. All right, people. Thank you for listening in, and we are signing out. Peace.